Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, and influence. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, thought leader or brand and podcast strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. So I'm hoping this is take two that we can hear you today at PIX. So she says, dreams with action defy logic. Joining me on today's show is Pix Jonathan. Now, overcoming significant life-threatening and life-altering challenges, she is an ever-positive, disciplined, focused, fun-loving, community-minded leader and entrepreneur. Now, unbeknownst to her parents, Pix endured several years of childhood sexual assault by an evil predatory neighbour and she's learned from her childhood trauma and subsequent personal tragedy tragedies, tragedies, words are hard today, Pix, that your past does not define you or your future. She now coaches others who are stuck in past issues of abuse, of shame, guilt, anger and emotional pain to break through and live a life of peace and a life of purpose. She's a sought-after online and offline speaker and a guest on various podcasts. Today we get to hang out with her from around the world. Now, she also speaks and she has a coaching career. She's an international best-selling author. Yes, I can. And she's also got an upcoming book, Think and Get Rich After Hours, which is due soon, out soon. Now, on today's show, she's going to share seven steps of building your resilience muscle, top tips for maintaining a positive attitude and mindset, as well as what she calls the triad for success, which is courage, connect, and communicate. So welcome to the show. And I can hear you. Yay. Fantastic. <laughs> Technology is wonderful when it works. Anne-Marie. Oh, I know. And it's been a full show. So for people who are listening to the audio version, you would have not have seen us go live. And uh, this would be my third, third interview today. Um, and I'm going to be going to the doctor straight after because my eye has been getting puffy and I think I'm puffy and I've got a lot of fluid buildup. Yeah. So Words are really hard. My oh, jaw is starting to get <laughs> Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about, um, well, the work that you do, and obviously really we wanted to speak today and have you speak about resilience because many business owners are now finding themselves thinking, well, what mm. next? What on mm. earth is going to happen after this with my business? Because today my business does not look like it was, like you say, a month yeah, or so, exactly. so ago. Yeah. So. Welcome. Love you to, to share uh, more about what you do, and then we'll get into the seven steps of building sure. our resilience muscle. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Well, like many others, um, what I used to do about um, a month ago is not what I do today, but what I'm doing today is absolutely my passion. And we're talking about resilience, and it is all about, you know, pivoting. Uh, people have to pivot, and we've heard that word. And for me, with a degree in natural resource management, Basically, it's adapting to change because um, Charles Darwin said it's the survival of the fittest, but it's those that are most adaptable to change are the ones that survive. And you have to be resilient. You have to work on that resilience muscle each and every day. So we will talk about my top seven tips for 
building that resilience muscle. But what I do, I'm the owner of a beautiful online health and wellness business, which is, I'm excited to say, in six countries. I'm also a speaker, coach, author, and writer. So communication is my baby. And certainly very passionate about health and wellness. And that's inside and out as well, Anne-Marie. Yeah, fabulous. So before we dive into those seven steps, the seven tips, what and or how would you define resilience? What does that mean for you? Yeah, well, you can have the dictionary definition, but basically it's that grit, that inner fortitude, that, that guts, that determination, that never say die attitude. And it's not how many times you fall down, but how many times you get up. And it's not aiming for perfection, but aiming for excellence. And the only person that you're competing against really is yourself. You aim to be that little bit better today than you were yesterday. Granted, I'm human. I'm a human being. I have times and moments and days when I'm less than my average, you know, bright, bubbly self. Mm. That's okay. Acknowledge it. But just have something to look forward to. And I think something that's really important, Anne-Marie, and you're big on this with your mission and vision of a billion people, it is having that purpose of great, something greater than yourself. And we rise by lifting others up. And so when you've got that focus and that passion and that drive and that determination, that's resilience. Just mm. that grit, that guts, that stickability factor really. Yeah, I love that. And the fact that you call it a resilience muscle really preempts the fact that even if maybe now some of us are sitting here listening to you, watching you, thinking, well, I don't feel very resilient. Where I am at the moment is nowhere near where I want to be. And so the fact that it is a muscle, if we think about exercising and going to the gym, it's something yes. that can be built over time. Now, of course, we shared a little bit about your backstory um, about, you know, as a child. So growing up as a teenager, and I'm asking this because someone may be thinking, well, uh, where do I start? It yeah. is a process. Mm. That it's a journey. So have you found that even, you know, through teenage years and so forth, there's also there's always been the spark, there's something or, you know, resilience, you've, you've grown, it's grown for you. How did that show up for you? That's a really good question, Anne-Marie, because I've come from beautiful home and loving parents, but they weren't that entrepreneurial spirit. Like I know, I remember dad wanting to invest in property, but he was actually too scared to. Um, so when did my entrepreneurial spirit develop? I'm not quite sure, but I do know that I read Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I didn't want to trade time for dollars, as most people do. I get that some people are more than fulfilled in their job, and that's fine, but I knew there was more for me to have, do, be, and give, and so I had to do something that made me different than trading time for dollars. So I guess... I don't know. I, actually, when I finished year 12, I went, yes, I'm never going to have to read another book ever again. And now here I am, an author of, you know, a contributing author in a best international bestseller and writing my own book. So, um, But there was a book and it was The Secrets of Female Entrepreneurs Exposed by Dale Beaumont. And one lady in particular, I really resonated and I went, oh, my gosh, she's inside my head. And that, I guess, flicked the switch to go... There's more out there. I can have, do, be and give more without feeling guilty. And so I've been on what you said, that journey, and I don't think you ever get there. Not that I'm not happy with where I am. I'm completely happy within myself. My situation can be a little better and that's okay. 
but I'm happy within myself. So I've just, yeah, through teenage years, I haven't been an angel in my teenage years. Um, has that come from my sexual abuse? I don't know. Am I, have I just been a rebellious teenager? I don't know. But I've been me and I've accepted what I've gone through and I'm also very grateful because if I didn't, haven't, if I hadn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be the person I am now. To have that empathy and that, um, you know, understanding of what other people are going through as well, mm. Anne-Marie. Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing because, you know, sometimes it's really nice to be able to hear other people share their story because so often, you know, the inner critic starts to compare. Well, it's easy for you or that comes naturally for you and all of this inner chatter yeah. really stops us. It's a barrier and, of course, uh -huh. we're going to talk now about the seven steps to help us yeah. start to build yeah. the resilience muscle. So what's the first step? What do we need to do, Pix? Well, I like to keep things simple, Anne-Marie. I'm a pretty simple girl, um, you know, love learning. But So I've got seven steps and for me it's an acronym. So to develop your resilience muscle, it's all about courage. And I'll just give you a bit of a backstory about courage. Initially, well, when I was born I was only two pound two. So I was a tiny little bubba, so I had that courage. I remember my mum, my late mum telling me that when I was born I hung on to her hand so tightly. So she knew that I would live. She knew I had that courage and that determination and that fight for life. My maiden name was coming and so the family motto was courage, the lion. And so that instilled that courage in me as well. And also my late dad worked for Courage Breweries. So I think it very fitting for um, developing your resilience muscle to have that courage. And the acronym is, for those that don't understand what an acronym is, it's basically the letters of courage. So C-O-U-R-A-G-E. And our first tip is the letter C, connect and communicate, which is part of my triad for success. Courage, mm -hmm. connect and communicate. And you've got to connect with others. Exactly what we're doing here, Anne-Marie, learning from other inspirational, motivational people who have had a, you know, they've got a PhD in life. There's stuff that's happened to them there's also stuff that's happened for them and connect you've got a phenomenal podcast series that's one way of connecting so that um communicating it's connecting and communicating that's the first letter Anne marie fantastic and yeah as you said it's so important to connect and communicate particularly because of the situation that we find but also in other situations of of course as well so i love the way that you've created an acronym for us to remember because courage i think is very much mm. part of resilience oh, too, isn't resilience. it? Courage yeah, absolutely. to take that step, mm. to stretch yourself. What does yeah. O stand for? Having an open heart and an open mind, Anne-Marie. You know, you've got to have that open heart and open mind, be willing to learn, mm. be willing to improve yourself, be willing to share. And case in point is like you give somebody a compliment and then they give you one back and you can't accept it. Have that open heart to accept compliments and have that open mind to keep continually growing because we don't know everything. We never will know everything. So just be open-minded, open-hearted and be willing to learn, Anne-Marie. Mm -hmm. 
Do you find that if people are struggling with open-hearted, being open-hearted, it may be because they have had a previous experience where they've been hurt before, someone yeah. has caused mistrust? What would you say to them? Because it's important to, to have that yeah. open-heartedness, to be able to welcome experiences, but if we close ourselves off from yeah. that, we can't mm. grow. Oh, that's so true, and I've actually got goosebumps when you said that because... Um, you know, I've had a series, I mean, I have been married and I, I love my ex-husband and we're still good friends, but I have had a series of, I guess, unfulfilling relationships. It wasn't about them. It was about me because mm. I didn't have that right heartfelt reason for the relationship. And um, I didn't love myself. I didn't value myself and nor did I respect myself. Mm. The minute I took ownership back for owning who I am, what's happened to me and where I'm headed, that's when everything positive, or not everything, but my life has really turned around. So yeah. I can speak hand on heart that you have to love yourself first before you can love someone else. Yeah, so true because if you don't, then often you will view the world through the lens of scepticism, I would imagine. Why did they say that? And you overanalyse things. Yeah. When someone says a compliment to you and genuinely mean, means that compliment, why are they saying that? What's the hidden meaning behind that? I would imagine that's exhausting, yes? Mm, absolutely. And, you know, I have a saying, I have lots of sayings, Anne-Marie, but for me there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. For me, arrogance was the old pics, the jealous pics that, you know, looked up on successes like how the hell did they do that? You know, why have they got that? The new pics is like that abundance mindset mm. and just accepting that others are successful and looking up to them whilst never idolizing them just admiring and respecting them and going okay yeah i can mm. do that too and knowing my worth yeah so true love that so be open to learning what does the you stand for well <laughs> be uniquely you we are all different we are all unique people and I am hashtag the pics factor. I'm crazy. I'm, you know, resilient. I'm out there, um, but I'm me and I am aiming to be the best pics that I can be. I can't be the best Anne-Marie Cross. I can't be the best Keith Keller who connected us. I can't be anyone else other than me. I don't do comparison with others. Mm -hmm. I learn from others, but I never compare myself to others because comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. And I can only be the best me each and every day. I, as I said, I aim to improve myself. So be uniquely you. I'll do hashtag the Pix Factor Star Jump, you know, and get a photo. It's like that's me. That's, that's who I am. And I know that your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. Something that you said about, you know, being open to learning, we need to love ourselves because, you know, we cannot expect others to love us and give us that ultimate, you know, that that love unless we are willing to yeah. give that to ourselves. Yeah. And so then being able to then move and shift into being uniquely you, we need to get to a stage where we give ourselves permission to be ourselves, as you said, and not compare mm -hmm. ourselves to other people. Yeah. Once we realised that, I would imagine, and, and I mean, share a little bit more about this, is that maybe some of the things that you kept hidden previously or that maybe you didn't really like about yourself, yeah. did you realise that all of a sudden, hang on a second, that's really unique and quite different from everyone else, and now that you've, you've embraced that, would you say that's a fair statement? Yeah, I've had a light bulb moment. Probably oh, well, everybody has a few light bulb moments 
light bulb moments, but it's owning my sensuality, which is mm -hmm. completely different to sexuality. And I'm not talking, you know, mm -hmm. relationship-wise. It's just owning who I am. I'm a very sensual, sensitive woman, and that's okay. Um, I'm not, you know, overtly out there looking sexually, but I'm mm -hmm. very sensual and just very confident in myself. And the minute I own that, the more I embraced love and openness and, you know, just being me. So, yeah, and that's been a really tough gig for me. Mm -hmm. We're all a work in progress, myself included. And to know the difference of respecting, valuing, honouring this temple, this body mm -hmm. has been so empowering and enlightening for me. And I know, Anne-Marie, that some of your audience will be survivors of child sexual assault. The mm. statistics are one in three girls and one in six boys up to 18. So I know that this will resonate with someone. Um, and as I said, my past, it hasn't defined me. It's made me who I am, but by gosh, it's inspiring me to be who I can be as well. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. Because I think sometimes, you know, well, not sometimes, people who have experienced what you have, you know, they bring that, they can bring that shame, that guilt, that anger, and that, um, mm. yeah, somehow that they contributed to that. There was a reason that they did something or not something that yeah. was the reason, mm. I think. And you finally realise, hang on a second, had nothing to do with me, does not impact mm. who I am, um, the value I, I offer. And uh, I love how you're, you've, you're really validating that through, uh, through, to, yeah. through the, what you're sharing and through your journey. Yeah. Ah, Actually, can I just interrupt yeah. then before Absolutely. you say that, Anne-Marie? Um, you said that a really key word is validating. Mm. I always sought external validation. Mm. I thought I was never good enough and I just needed to be the centre of attention to have that validation. Yes. As I said, I was brought up in a beautiful, loving family, but it was that other external validation I was wanting. Now... I own myself. I only need to, that internal validation from me. That is enough. And mm. I encourage your audience to know that they're enough. You mm. are enough. You have everything you have to be successful. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to go out and conquer the world, although with your podcast yeah, listeners, I know they will. Yes, they're amazing entrepreneurs. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, but just know that you are enough, you know enough and you have enough. Yeah, just I yeah, love that. accept yeah. that. And also be, to be mindful for, for sure, you know, where you find validation. I remember years ago, many, many years ago, when I was doing a, my counselling course, you know, you had two people and the way that they felt very motivated and where they got motivated from, some were internal, some were external. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes if something happens and it and and you do um, as you say, there's this, there's some shattering, if you will, of your self-worth because something's happened and you're seeking validation to value who you are and to validate yourself, mm, mm. then that's not healthy, yeah. you know. People can certainly yeah. um, add value and, and praise, you know. My, my, yes. I don't know if you've yeah. heard of the five love, love languages. Well, my first yeah, is touch, five love languages. My yes, second yeah, is um, yep. affirmations. Mm -hmm. And so yes, it's nice yep. to be able to, you know, when you're validated, but not to the point where if it... I need that desperately because it's yeah, the way exactly. I can continue mm. on. So love that you've yeah, um, and that's like confidence and arrogance. Yeah. Like yeah. arrogance is about yourself, and you know confidence is doing something for others. Yes, mm. absolutely. 
R. I'm looking at my notes and I'm taking lots of notes here. So what is R? <laughs> what does that stand for? Real relationships. Mm. You know, there's a saying people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that is so timely, always timely, even more timely now where I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm absolutely missing the hugs. But <laughs> what I've got out of COVID is that we actually are drilling down and having more conversations with people and really asking, are you okay? Not just are you okay, how are you today, like how's the weather? Are you okay? Really drilling down and finding out how people are, developing those genuine, heartfelt, connected relationships. And, you know, I'm not saying you're having a relation or developing a relationship to lead for a business transaction. No way. People are not transactions, guys. We really aren't. And just, you know, letting people know that they matter and they are important and they care and being heard. We have two ears, one mouth. Yeah. And that's always a work in progress for me as a speaker, <laughs> but to listen more than you um, speak. And if you actually look at the words silent and listen, they're actually the same letters, mm -hmm. just in a different order. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And a great reminder. A, what does A stand for? Amazing attitude. It's something you have to work on each and every day. I say we feed our mouths daily, we need to feed our minds daily. So it's a matter of having an amazing attitude. And, you know, if it's less than amazing, as I said previously, acknowledge that, but think, what can I do if I need to improve my attitude? And I was listening to Tony Robbins one time and who does have an amazing attitude like many thought leaders, and he said motion creates emotion. I thought it was the other way around, that if you're feeling down, you don't do the activity and then that's self propelling no and i've done this he got 2000 of us into a suffering state and i will share the suffering state that i got into was when my nephew committed suicide he took me back there well that's the episode i chose so it was awful we couldn't help you know couldn't do anything and so we were all suffering and some people were crying then he put on this bop up music and we we're all dancing around he changed our state to change our emotion. So mm. motion creates emotion. Um, so if you're feeling down, change your state. You put on your favourite song, dance around, eat chocolate, whatever makes you feel good. But, yeah, as I said, I top up my, my mindset daily and that's a work in progress. I have to feed my attitude daily. So just aim to have an amazing attitude. Yeah, I love that. And I, I would agree um, that I know in times when I'm feeling tired, I will put some music on, you know, with a bit of beat and move around and you really can um, do that <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. G, what does the G stand for, Pix? Oh, my gosh. The more I hear about this and learn and understand about this, Anne-Marie, grateful and growing. Have a grateful heart and a grateful attitude, guys, because when you start having gratitude in your life, you appreciate the small things. Whilst we're going through these uncertain times and wanting more certainty, aim to be grateful. And I will share, I write five things I'm grateful for in a little gold book of gratitude each night. And also I'm doing that of a morning. I'm setting the intention for being grateful. So have that grateful heart. And if you don't know much about it, please reach out. But just, 
yeah, it changes your vibration. And mm. it's like a radio station. If you're operating at 99.9, you will not hear somebody at 70.5 or 100.5. You have to have that grateful heart and change your energy. And then you resonate with those people and mm. growing. Where oh, I've got beautiful that side, can't do it that way, <laughs> bamboo tree behind me. And you have to have a growing growth mindset be continually growing and that's physically emotionally mentally spiritually mm -hmm. and carol dweck says you can have a fixed mindset or you can have a growth mindset it's up to you whichever one you choose and yeah. it's like this i've got you know a hot fizz here it's a fizz half full or a fizz half empty it's yeah. how you look at it so be open-minded to being grateful and have that growth mindset yeah. You know, it's interesting that you should say that because, uh, you know, years ago, um, I never really, because um, I thought oh, from one project to another and really didn't take the time to be able to just note down the things that I was grateful for. But I do that, you know, intentionally now mm. on a daily basis. And I mm. find that often, even yeah. if you are struggling a little bit, you just start and then all of a sudden yeah, yeah. You, you become grateful for even the most simplest of things, but it's yeah. often the simplest mm. of things that you realise yeah. how much gratitude you get from them. So you definitely yeah. um, can certainly um, yeah, change mm. your state, even just yeah. through, through gratitude and continue to grow. E, what does E yeah. stand for? Enjoy life and energy. You know, dance in the circumstance, basically. No matter what situ situation you're in, aim to enjoy it. You know, I've even been at my beautiful mum's late funeral and we actually had a laugh there mm. and we were seeing it as a celebration of life. So I aim, I close out a lot of my posts and my content with live life, love life, be your best. You have to embrace each and every day. You know, whilst I could compare myself with someone who seems to have everything, if I heard their backstory, I'd go, whoa i'll keep mine thank you and i'm just so grateful for where i am so enjoy life um my daughter and i we're shopping together we're cooking together we're eating dinner together thank you COVID. if it mm. wasn't for that we wouldn't be doing that you mm. know am I, and i'm having more conversations so enjoy life and you know things happen to you but they also happen for you so just make the most of each and every day and energy i have unbounded energy, as you can tell. So, um, yeah. And, oh, actually, um, it was Hal Elrod this morning on the podcast, uh, the interview series, that he said, in this day and age of these uncertain times, we don't have a time management issue. We have an energy management issue. Because if people tell me they're bored, I'll say, I actually almost rise the hackles on the back of my neck it's like go learn a language you got mm. duolingo go learn to play guitar there's so many online courses read a book for goodness sake get off netflix so do something that tops up your energy channels mm. you know we all have um, a certain amount of energy in each and every day and i get there's people out there that you know we do have different energy levels but that's where good quality nutrition comes into it as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm blessed to have a health and wellness business. So there are beautiful products that help me maintain my gut health, uh, which does get my um, stomach into an alkaline state because mm -hmm. of that gut-brain connection. So it's all about, you know, what you eat, who you feed this with, 
and what you feel in here as well tops up my energy levels and doing fabulous podcasts with gorgeous ladies such as yourself give me oh, energy and help you. me enjoy life Anne marie and fox and the lion um has said yes look for the good in things instead of the bad in the next comment but i'll share that one and it's so true yeah. and you know i was listening to some people the other day one particular person who was really preempting um when people would finally get out of lock lockdown but it's really the language that you use around it too because i'm an introvert an extroverted introvert yeah and i have found Ooh. even as an introvert i'm far more chatty when i do meet people but you know, and I love the way that you've shared that. And we've covered, you know, the, the courage, you know, connect and communicate, be open to learning, uniquely you, relationships, amazing attitude, grateful and growing and energy, enjoy life and, and, energy. Life and energy. I mean, we can really, in any situation that we find ourselves, always look for the learning, always look for the good, always look at the growth opportunity. And for me, I'm think, sitting there thinking, I'm just going to, I mean, I enjoy it anyway. I could live in a cave, I think, as long as I got internet connection. <laughs> we would be having another discussion yeah. if suddenly yeah. the internet disappeared. Yeah. I think I'd be getting a little bit. Yeah. But it but it takes it takes you be to be willing to look mm. to even go and look for those opportunities so that would probably That's be right. yeah. a barrier that people yeah but pix it's easy for you but you need to then make a choice yeah. well i'm going to proactively look for the opportunities yeah. and learning i i know mm. i often joke pix said if i'm praying i said oh you know lord give me patience I know there's going to be a lot of waiting in my future because it will grow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, in some instances, yeah, we, we build our resilience muscle the more we go through mm -hmm. challenges. And, uh, you know, it the is, more it is because if you're born with the proverbial silver spoon in your mouth and mm -hmm. you've had that gifted life, mm. when adversity or disadvantage or something, you know, oh, inopportune happens you do not know how to handle it so yeah. that's why i mean everybody's got a backstory like i said but my aha moment was and you said about your language when the third of three life-threatening car accidents i rolled i had a micro sleep rolled the car went down an embankment landed on the roof and i kicked my way out i did not think oh my god why did this happen to me 10 weeks to the day after the last one i thought why did this happen to me why why did i survive this what's mm -hmm. my purpose so that was a real defining moment and it is so much about how you look at it and yeah life is just such a journey of one day after the other one step after the other and it it really is how you look at it and i'm i'm loving this time in this unforced unpaid holiday at the yeah. moment yeah, it's um, good. Know, in lockdown but yeah, it's really interesting, that's for sure. And Fox of the Lion said, right, growth is key. If you're not growing and learning new things, you will just be stuck in the sand. Stuck so in that's the sand. so true, Fox of the Lion. Thank you for, for contributing to the conversation. It's great that you're, uh, you're, you're communicating and connecting alongside us. I mean, there'll be yeah. people that will come out of this with um, new new language abilities, new abilities to communicate yes, yes. language freely yep. refreshed and robust. And then there'll be others that, oh, you know, so it really, the choice is really theirs, isn't it? As you know, what are it you thing to yeah. allow happen uh, in this particular time? For me too, you know, I was just saying this morning to, I, I was being interviewed, I don't have FOMO anymore in that all these people are going different events. <laughs> different places that I think oh yeah. I want to go to this. it eliminates yeah. 
FOMO. Let's talk about some 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 of your top tips for maintaining a positive mindset. And I think that's important because we have ups and downs, ebbs and flows, but it's in the, you know, that's the ebbs, the, the downward spiral, if you will, yeah. that we catch ourselves and go, you know what, I'm not going to go down and allow myself. What are some things that can help us maintain or spring back quickly? What are your top tips? I think the first thing, Amory, is when you start your day because how you start your day sets you up for the intention for the rest of the day and just don't jump on social media straight away. Like I'm blessed to be able to do meditation at 6.30 and I that's open to each and every person and whilst it's not spiritual, it's non-denominational, it is just something where you literally hold space, put silence in your day and start off with being grateful. So don't rush into your day. I mean, we don't have to, those that are, you know, homebound these days, but yeah, how you set your morning up really defines. So just be grateful in the morning and, you know, celebrate the sunshine or if it's raining, celebrate the rain, whatever it is. So how you set up your morning, what you feed yourself, you have to be mindful of what you're feeding yourself because, and by that, as I said before, what you're putting in your mouth to feed your tummy and what you're putting in your mind to feed your heart and your soul. So be very mindful of that and exercise because ex the link between exercise and positive mindset is out there. Mm -hmm. So, so true. Um, one of the things that you've already mentioned, you know, in the acronym around courage, and if you've mentioned already that being able to connect and to communicate is really important too. When you think around the positive mindset and what you just shared, setting up your day is just is so key. Uh, if we're thinking about the, the triad of success, do you find that there are certain things that can trigger and that you've noticed, maybe observed yourself or you've seen other people that if they're not mindful of this, they will continue to, to spiral if they're not. Can you share a little bit more about that? Does that yeah, make sense? The, yeah, definitely. Like there's, um, I'm not sure if your viewers are familiar, there's the RAS, the reticular activating system. It's a part of the brain. So if I just said, don't think of your left foot, I bet you everybody's just thought of their left foot. So your language is something that is really critical towards your mindset and how you feel as well. Don't say try. Say I will or I will aim to rather than wishy-washy words. And, you know, there used to be a show, Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. What do you do? You forget your toothbrush. So mm -hmm. change that don't forget into remember. So I am endeavouring to say positive language all the time mm -hmm. so just swap it don't stop it and even sometimes like oh i have to do this no i mm -hmm. get to do this because saying have to is like that obligation that negative connotations whereas if you say you get to it's like oh i that's more positive so your language is very very critical in what you say and your res your reticular activating system what you say and think about is what you bring about mm, so true that was something that I learned years ago too it was a life changer and often as um, even in business you know when we're setting goals or in life um, if we do it from a negative point of view like I don't want to be late all the time well guess what you're putting yeah. into your awareness why not say I want to be early because it's that positive I yes. think that, that alone if people started to adopt as well as the other things too yeah. but if they started yeah. with that first mm. it 
it mm. immediately changes a lot of things because your focus is then on the positive rather than kind of like a yeah. double negative, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. Is a, a can... Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. I was just going to say there's one key word with that too, Anne-Marie, about language, the word but. I want people to be a but kicker, mm. B-U-T kicker, because if you say this, like, oh, someone gives you a compliment, that's a nice cardigan, oh, thanks, but it's an old one. You've mm. actually negated what they've just said. So mm. you could say, oh, thanks, and it's an old one. Mm. So replace your buts with ands. Yeah. Because when you say something, whatever you say after that but negates what's been said beforehand. Yeah. So it's like, like when people if, say, yeah. now don't take this the wrong way, Pegs. You just know we'll just, just stop right there because you know. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm definitely going to take it the wrong way, which I love. Now, yeah. I've the lion has asked uh, a really good question here and other people may be thinking this too i've been thinking of picking up meditation is there any good books that i can read to learn or how to do it correctly if you've got any um advice uh it's really thank you that's a great question and really interesting because um as i said i had the fortune of leading meditation last night but um, and I'm not, I haven't come from a spiritual background, nothing like that. And there's yoga teachers and Pilates and all that in our group. And when I got to lead, it's like, oh, I'm a bit scared or nervous because, and I changed it around to I'm excited because mm. I haven't come from that realm. So for me, meditation is just putting more stillness. And mm. it might be as simple, you, you can learn it, obviously, because there's different practices and modalities of meditation. But for me, it's being present in the moment and mm. just stillness. It might be sitting down for five minutes just on your own. It might be really focusing on reading a book. You might that, get that meditation therapy. But, yeah, I actually haven't read anything about meditation, but I do know Louise Hay and Bob Proctor and Jack Canfield. All the key influences that I follow speak mm. about meditation so um robin Sharma's probably a good one jay shetty i don't know if they've written particular books about it but i know all the books that i've read have mentioned meditation so yeah um but yeah for that person feel free to connect me and i can source some quality books because you know and then um thanks for reaching out having the courage to ask that and connect yeah, with me which is good uh, yeah, yeah. So but I, really I think what you were getting that. to is to find find um some method some way yeah or set up the environment in which you really can quiet your mind and it can take a little while i mean for me what i do now because i'm a christian so i love to play soft worship music read the bible and just yeah. meditate on the words mm -hmm. yeah and, um, and so that works really well for me but when I first started and I used to get massages my masseur would say oh your shoulders are so tense because there's so much words and, and thoughts and everything going um in my mind so it, it takes time so it's not like right got to quiet my mind because you yeah just, yeah <laughs> it's a process isn't it so now speaking of getting on um getting connected with you and all of that good stuff what's the best way for people to reach out find out more about what you do and how you can support them well, we met through a gorgeous friend um, on LinkedIn. So I will say that I'm on LinkedIn simply under my name, Pix Jonathan, P-I-X-J-O-N-A-S-S-O-N. I'm also on Facebook as well. Uh, I am on um, Instagram under 
my name again, Pix Jonathan, and I'm also on TikTok. Uh, that is just something I'm on because I'm the crazy, crazy ass mama that I am. So the pick, mm -hmm. I'm on the Pix Factor there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, I I did have, I do have websites, but they're not updated because for me. I'd rather jump on a call and find the vibe for a person if I'm a fit for them and they're a fit for me, to be honest. So nothing yeah. against websites, but, yeah, I want them to experience me as me. Yeah. yeah. So Hang Facebook on, on TikTok. My daughter, I've got one, yeah. one video on TikTok. Um, I don't do that many yeah. funny things, Pete. My life's yeah. quite boring. <laughs> and then if I have to think yeah. of something funny, it's kind of just, you know, yeah. anyway. Um, but there's yeah. some really good videos that are that, that are there, are hilarious. So if you haven't already connected yeah. over on, yeah. uh, on TikTok, uh, go and do that. I think there's yeah. some real, there's a real art, I think, and it's a gift, I think, with some people that, yeah. that are able yeah. to capture a story that, that really is hilarious. Yeah in such a short time so um what's what's your handle again over on on uh, tiktok hashtag the pix factor the pix factor <laughs> we've got it up there on screen for everyone to see yeah. if there would be one thing one last insight to share maybe it's re-emphasizing something that you've already shared uh what would that one thing be that you would want to leave us with today believe in yourself so important and I think the internet has just frozen up, but that was a beautiful moment. Believe in yourself and we'll end the show with that. Thanks once again for coming on the show, Pix. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass.